0: Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Doctor Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Doctor Mystery, your host. Here as always with my absolutely amazing and funny comedian. You never say beautiful. Now I have to go see our special guest so you can oh, get a transformation done. So you know, you know what? You know what today is, don't you? Saturday. It's 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 imp- <laughs> it, it's, it's a it's one of our favorite segments. Hey. That's what she said. That's right. This is our <laughs> opportunity uh, to help you men get educated on things going on okay. with your own lady friends. Uh-huh. You know, I want to start off by saying that you have incredibly huge breasts, Donna. Oh, I do. Like, really? It is true. Like, <laughs> like you really put that for. I feel like that was I like do. 80% of your comedian like thing. Right? It was. I if think. you weren't tied and way... didn't have big breasts, I'd. I was cute, tie, and big boobs, and I got on stage, and then I ended up on TV do because you, of my boobs. You, did your back ever hurt because of it? Uh, no, but Never. I know I have women friends whose backs, their, their their back hurts, yes. Can you imagine how many men are surprised out there that women actually have problems from large breasts? No, uh, I think that they don't care. Even if I said my back hurt, my husband would be like, oh, <laughs> your boobs are big. <laughs> why, don't you get, why don't you get a better back brace? <laughs> <laughs> so happy to have for this That's What She Said That's segment. That's What She Said. Uh, Dr. Aisha White with Quintessence Plastic Mm -hmm. Surgery. Thanks a lot for joining us again.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: One of my best friends really here in town, a plastic surgeon that I go to for all of my patients' needs, takes care of cosmetic things as well as reconstructive things. And uh, so thanks a lot for joining us. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you for having
0: me. Really, I wanted to talk about what should men know about breast reduction surgery? Because what's interesting about that particular surgery is I think that a lot of women delay getting it.
1: Mm-hmm. Because they're
0: afraid of what men are gonna think. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine there's so many men that put off fixing something that hurts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. You guys are both laughing. That it. number is zero. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: The number of like, if there was a if there was a knife in my leg, mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, I wonder if my wife didn't think that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I would not do that. I would go get the knife taken out of my... But I think that women suffer mm-hmm. a long, 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 long time. They do. We do. And they end up with so many other medical problems because of whatever we're going to call this right now, the need for a breast reduction surgery. What do we need to help men understand? <laughs> and and what are some complaints you might hear from your partner right. before you start telling them, you know what? It's okay. Let's start with who are the people most likely to have problems with excessive weight from breasts? And, and, and what words do I use to explain it?
1: I think that the people who are most likely to see me for breast reduction are people who obviously have very large pendulous breasts. I, I mm-hmm. should say there's a difference between a breast lift and a breast reduction. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's confusing for patients. So a breast lift in the purest sense is removal of the extra skin, but no breast tissue. So it's sort of like bunching your breasts up, making it perky again, and removing the extra skin. When you have a breast reduction, you do get a lift, so that's a perk, but you're removing a significant... I like how you said perk. It's a perk. It's a perk to make you clear. Yes, it is a perk. And because because breast reduction will, unlike a breast lift, be covered by insurance because it has a medical problem associated with it, which is back pain, neck pain, migraines, rashes, you know, all sorts of things that women can have as a result of having these large pendulous breasts. So I think the biggest misperception for men is that I think there's this assumption that if they're partner has a breast reduction that she won't have any breast. Mm -hmm. And that's not true at all. I mean, I would say a lot of the women who I see for breast reductions are H's and J's. And those women are still double D's and E's after those I'm not even sure what those letters really mean. (laughs) (laughs) Ginormous. They're really big.
0: This is not how I think this conversation goes. (laughs) I don't think the conversation goes, honey, I'm having lots of medical problems from my large breast tissue. I'm going to go get it reduced. And the husband says, no, you're not. Like, I don't think that's the conversation.
1: I don't think that's the conversation. I think the conversation
0: is more like, honey, I have headaches all the time. Or honey, my back hurts. Can I have a massage? Or my neck hurts. Mm. A- and so she kind of recognized what it is, but, but he may not really understand. So that, that's it's really like, what I want to do is like help men understand what are some common complaints that women will have? Who are the women that are most likely to be at risk for it? At what point in the process is the best time to get the thing fixed?
1: Probably the most common complaints for sure are back pain, neck pain, and headache women can also have uh, shoulder grooving that's when the bra straps dig into your shoulders Mm -hmm. because of the weight of the breasts pulling on the bra. Um, They can have rashes underneath their breasts, posture issues. Uh, It also can really inhibit your quality of life. So women will say, oh, I don't exercise as often, or I have to wear three sports bras, or I can't find a bathing suit that fits properly. So it really, I think women have the sense that it's sort of keeping them from living this full life. You know, it also impacts the kind of clothes that you can buy and you know women will say well I can't get pretty bras because the really big bras aren't necessarily always pretty. There's a there's a market for that. I think they're doing bad at Victoria's Secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh my gosh, definitely not.
0: <laughs> and, and and if you um uh are uh, ex- experiencing these kinds of complaints, what are the steps that your your primary doctor what what role does your primary doctor have in this? And uh what does what role does weight loss have?
1: Sure. So I think um, you can see your primary care physician, or for some women it might be their OBGYN, if that's who the, who's their primary care physician, and and express that you're having these issues. And you can be referred to plastic surgeon to see if you're an appropriate candidate. I think weight can play a part. I think um, there are two issues with that. I think for women who have extremely large breasts even if they're obese, if their breasts have always been large, even when they lose the weight, um, they're still going to have large breasts. But, you know, in some
0: ways, more pendulous now.
1: Right. In in many ways, more pendulous. Um, We do encourage those patients to lose weight. In our office, the BMI cutoff is 35, and we encourage people to at least get to a BMI of 35 or less because, you know, you're healthier, you're less likely to have anesthetic complications, and you'll have a better cosmetic result, even though this is a procedure covered under insurance, people care about what their breasts look like i think for some people it's not a weight loss issue it's that they have really large breasts and i operate i do breast reductions on people as young as 16 or 17 if their breasts have stopped growing and you know i've probably done breast reductions on people in their 70s even wow
0: and so um what is a breast reduction, not a lift, but what Mm -hmm. does that surgery entail uh, and what can people expect in terms of recovery?
1: Sure, so usually what that surgery will do is it will reposition the nipple but not remove it because that's a common question people ask. Um, Will will the nipple be removed? Not in a traditional, normal breast reduction. And
0: sensation remains the same.
1: So that's one of the things that we talk about that could be a risk. So some people may have temporary loss of sensation. As you know, whenever you have a surgery, sometimes you can have some temporary numbness around the scar lines. And of course, since there is a scar around the areola, you could have some numbness of the nipple. Um, There are people who could have permanent nipple numbness. And so people who are at highest risk for permanent nipple numbness and um, vascular problems to the nipple are people who smoke, uh, people who have vascular disease or people who have excessively long breasts.
0: And so um, how long do they stay in the hospital? How long does the surgery last?
1: So surgery is probably about four hours or so. They actually don't stay in the hospital at all. So unless you have uh, significant medical problems or there's a reason why we might have to monitor you after anesthesia, it's an outpatient procedure. You'll go home with drains in place. For most patients, those drains will come out at a week and for that period afterwards, uh, there's just no heavy lifting or strenuous activity. And we usually ask that patients wear a bra that doesn't have an underwire.
0: And so, you know, as a, a, a husband uh, or even in some cases a father or a boyfriend, uh, what do you think our role is in uh, helping women feel more comfortable, you know, making those first few steps into getting evaluated if we think they're suffering medical consequences of uh, of excess breast tissue.
1: Sure. I I think the biggest part is supporting them. I mean, there are women who come and see me and they say, Oh, I'm here to have this done now because I'm having my divorce and my husband didn't want it done before. Or, you know, they'll say, I don't think my, my husband will approve of this if they're seeing me in a consultation and they'll say, I want to discuss it with them. And for sure, your partners, you, you know, should be involved in these big decisions in their lives, but you want to support them in, in making the decisions that will help them live a fuller, healthier life.
0: Because, um, I mean, it's no secret that self-esteem and breast tissue really play, a, a are really hand in hand with one another. And I think that... Um, In some ways, I think that women feel that that association is much stronger than many men might. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that men will understand that when your partner is suffering from a medical consequence, (laughs) that support is real important. (laughs) And it's probably not manufactured in their mind, right?
1: Right, (laughs) right. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Dr. White, how do people get a hold of you?
1: So um, you can reach us online at www.upsatx.com or give us a call at 512-777-2969.
0: Hey, thanks a lot for joining us today for this that's, that's what, what she said, said segment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. donna how do people get a hold of us they can call us during the week at 512-238-0762 or reach out by email you can email dr mystery you can email dr white if you have specific questions and i'll get those over to her um, to armormenshealth at gmail.com and our website is armormenshealth.com we will be right back after these messages dr mystery wants to hear from you email questions to armormenshealth at gmail